Team Keho My Radio airs every Monday and Friday. Team Keho My Radio, welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome to this week episode of Team Keho My Radio today. Happy Friday. Hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you guys are staying safe. And as you may know, um, today was the debate, so hope you guys are enjoying that. There's going to be a lot of stuff that we'll be talking about. And we're not going to get into too much details in the debate. And yes, I know, I I'm I apologize. I'm filming, the, I'm recording, just, yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm recording this on Thursday. But as you may know, tomorrow is the debate that we'll, we'll be talking about. Yeah, I know, a little bit joke in the beginning to confuse you guys. But today is, um, and today is Thursday. Hey, Thursday. But still, happy Friday, semi, um, Slash Thursday, whatever the case may be. So, hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you guys are staying safe. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on for next um, for next week. Mardi Gras, and then we got the other event as well. So, hopefully, it will be will be something very interesting. I'm going to be on an, an, another radio show for next week. So, I'm pretty, so I'm really, really, really excited about that. So, hope you guys can tune in with me on there. Anyway, that's not that's not what. Waste any time. Let's get into the show. Make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for a podcast. All right. Lionel Messi match organizers Tatler Tatler Asia deeply regrets no show acts sixteen million dollars government funding bid. Organizers of a Hong Kong football match or America because soccer drew booze after star man Lionel Messi failed to play to play said Monday they deeply regretted the no show and would withdraw a bid for sixty million dollars, which is equivalent to two million US dollars to government grant. Tatler Asia's CEO read out a statement Monday evening confirming Messi had been contra- uh, contracted to take the field unless injured in a preseason friendly in Hong Kong. Instead the eight time balloon Dior um, Dior winner, who had a leg muscle strain, stayed on the bench throughout the Inter Miami's four out four out one win wins against a Hong Kong select XI. XI, whatever the case may be. The match ended with Messi, his Inter Miami team, and club co-owner David Beckham being booed off by nearly forty thousand irate fans, who shout out large sums to see the World Cup winning captain play. Fans who had paid upwards to te- one thousand Hong Kong dollars, equivalent to one hundred twenty-five U.S. dollars, to see Messi chanted "refund," gave thumbs down signs and drowned out Beckham with cheers as he tried to thank the crowd. Tyler Asia deeply regrets the disappointing ending to what was a exciting occasion. Mike said, "Mike said Michael Lamuria, chairman and CEO in the chairman and CEO in the statement." Tatler has decided to officially withdraw its application for the 16 million government grant. La Morée said the organizers were made aware that Messi would not play only at halftime after he has been grant has been named among the substitutes, and Tatler Asia immediately informed the government. And that appeared to contradict Hong Kong's sports minister, who told reporters earlier earlier Monday that the government. 
told reporters earlier Monday that the government officials had been repeatedly assured Messi would play, even after halftime. It was not until 10 minutes from the finals whistled that Secretary for Culture, Sports, and Tourism Kevin Young said he and officials were informed that Messi's injury inflammation of Dr. Dr. Muscle would keep him out. We merely requested the organizers to explore other remedies such as Messi, Messi appearing on the field to interact with fans and receiving the trophy, Young said. Unfortunately, as you all see, this has not worked out. The Hong Kong Hong Kong's Consumer Council said it had received 38 complaints from 29 residents and 9 overseas visitors about the match by midday on Monday. They involved a total of $216,964 spent, with the largest individual complaint amounting to $22,338. Most of the promotional materials we were using photos of certain players, so it was reasonable for consumers to expect that players to participate, the council said in a statement. Consumers can also seek independent legal advice on whether the incident is expected breaching a contract or could be subject to, to civil lawsuits. Inter Miami and Messi are due to play the, the final preseason match of their, to, of their tour against Japan's Vessel Kobe in Tokyo on Wednesday. It's not clear whether Messi will recover in time. The 36-year-old had played just, just six minutes in Miami's previous match in Saudi Arabia. The new MLS seasons in, in the United States starts on February 21st. Here's the thing, why are you carried away over a football game or slash soccer? I mean, are we going too far though? Yes. I know I know people are I know people who are uh in love with football or whatever will get pretty upset and pretty worked up with me, but I don't blame you guys. It's just that it's just a sport. I don't think there's a point of anybody would need to go crazy over Lionel Messi not actually doing anything. For um, you know, him going just him playing football and on the field and he's legs straight. So I don't think there's any, you know, reason for them to do that anyway. It's just felt it just felt it makes no sense whatsoever. The part that makes no sense even more is when the government intervenes. Messy game organizers should explain fiasco. Hong Kong leader John Lee says as consumer watchdog received over four hundred complaints. So Hong Kong's authorities are urging the organizers of an exib- exhibition match to explain star footballer Lionel Messi's absence from the pitch, Chief Executive John Lee has said, as the city's consumer watchdog received over 400 complaints over the captain's no-show. Two days after the 36-year-old World Cup winning captain was benched over a reported hamstring injury prompting bo- boos and calls for refunds from fans, Chief Executive John Lee on Tuesday told reports that Culture, Sports, Sports and Tourism Bureau is ordering the organizers Tatler, Tatler Asia to address the incident. Um, Lee said Tatlers have failed to meet the expectation from the public and adding that the performance of the organizers have significant impact on Hong Kong's image and reputation. The, the government also said the responsibility to ensure public funding is spent appropriately, especially when sport event is sponsored by the government, Lee said, speaking Cantonese. Lee, he added that he shared fans' frustration that Messi did not play. Tatler Asia will withdraw its application for a $16 million government subsidy, Chair Michael um, Lemurier 
total pours on Monday. But despite the grant's withdrawal, Lee said Tatler still had a social responsibility to explain what went wrong. They also called on Tatler to explain why it, it has not heeded suggestions and demands made by the government officials. Secretary for Culture and Sports and Tourism Kevin Young said on Monday that the government had requested the organizers to explore other remedies, including having Messi appeared on the pitch to interact with fans and receive the trophy, but to no avail. They also said the authorities should would review the government's role as a su- uh, supervisory body um, over mega events in the future. Meanwhile, the Consumer Council had received a total of four, 401 complaints over Messi's fiasco as of 3 p.m. on Tuesday. A total of 342 complaints were from local residents and 59 from, were from tourists. The complaints involved more than $2.59 million, with the cases averaging $6,459. The largest amounted to $23,839,000. The Consumer Council's Executive Director, Gilly Wong, uh, Gilly or Gilly, told RTHK, on Tuesday, that the the incident may have involved misleading omission, omissions, as consumers were not notified of Messi's absence on the pitch in advance. However, the organizers could argue that the information was already right, uh, widely reported in the media. That would be common knowledge to the fans. They would be aware of the risk. Wong said in Katie's. <laughs> Wong added that the that aggrieved football fans could file claims for expenses in addition to match tickets, including airfares, train tickets, and hotel stays. She suggested that they hold on their transaction records. Shortly after Lee's remark on Tuesday morning, Messi told reports in Tokyo where he had just arrived into Miami that he did not feel fit to play on Sunday, even though medical examinations show he was not injured. He said that he felt that something's wrong with his body during the first half of his match while playing inside at Rayville last Monday. After the second half, I did an MRI and, sh- and no injuries were found, but I still did not feel comfortable, he said in Spanish at the press conference in Tokyo. Inter Miami is expected to play a friendly match with local team Vassel Kobe in Japan. In Hong Kong, there was such a big crowd. We really wanted to play, but unfortunately it was difficult, he said through an interpreter. I understand that the people were looking forward to to it, so I do do hope there will be an opportunity in the future that I'll be able to play in Hong Kong. I know the thing is that the government shouldn't be sticking their fingers into what's going on. You know, this is up to the sports team and what to uh, what they're doing. So for so for them to jump in and uh, jump into conclusion a lot. So for the government, they need to first back off. Second, let them do the thing and don't even do anything about it. The government shouldn't be focusing on sports. They should be focusing on if the economy is going to do well. I mean, they're focusing on so much on national security. You might as well say this is a national security crime. And speaking of national security and also an activist, we talked about Agnes Chow a while back when she finally got into exile. Hong Kong overseas pro-democracy activist Agnes Chow is now wanted by the police. Hong Kong pro-democracy activist Agnes Chow, who is in December, said she had moved to Canada and would not be returned to the city to meet her bail conditions, is wanted by the police. 
Chow was due to report to the city's police force on December 29th, but earlier told a Japanese broadcaster she did not think she could return to Hong Kong. Speaking during a police briefing on Tuesday about the city's crime rate for 2023, Andrew Khan, the deputy commissioner of the National Security Department, was asked by the board whether Chow was officially wanted was now officially wanted by the police. Constant fleeing from the responsibility was shameful. No fugitive should harbor the illusion that they can leave Hong Kong and evade criminal responsibility, Constant and Cantonese. Unless Miss Chow surrenders, she will be pursued for the rest of her life. Khan added that Chow was completely devoid of integrity and used deceptive measures to escape responsibility. People like this Constant had never reflected on their actions or how they had undermined national security. He urged such people to turn themselves in. Hong Kong Free Press had reached out to the police for comments. One of the best-known faces of the city's protest movements, Chow disappeared from the spotlight in June 2021 after serving a 10-month sentence over an unauthorized assembly in 2019. Separately, she was arrested alongside pro-democracy media tycoon Jimmy Lai and others in August 2020 on suspicion of collusion, of collusion with external elements. Chow was released without charge and granted bail, one of the conditions of which that was that she hand over her passports to police. In, social media, in a social media post published last December, Chow said the police had returned her passports in the conditions that she traveled with five police officers to mainland China to learn about the country's achievements. A police statement issued soon after, soon after her post said the woman earlier disclosed to police that she wished to study abroad and provided admission documents as proof. Hence, the NSD, or National Security Department, returned the travel documents to her and extended her, extended her bail until December. <laughs> the police urged the person concerned to pull back before it's too late, instead of choosing a role with no return and bearing the identity of a fugitive for the rest of her life, the statement continued. The National Security Police last year issued war- arrest warrants for 13 overseas Hong Kong activists and placed $1 million bounties on each of their heads, accusing them of violating the Beijing imposed security law. I mean, you're charging them more... Uh, more money than it is normal actual criminals. It just it is it, so it shows something. It shows something that the government's doing. It's insecurity that they're willing to arrest anybody, charge anybody, put people on one list, or put bounties on them. I mean, I know Virginia saying, "Oh, will bounty sounds like something that came out of a Clint Eastwood movie." Well, I don't think so, really. I mean, that's what you're doing. Isn't that what bounties are that you try to do on these on these people? It doesn't make so it doesn't make sense for you to deflect like that. Veteran Hong Kong activist Ko Yu to face verdict over planned protests against unfair district council race. Even though it is unfair. Hong Kong veteran activist Ko Yu will face a verdict under the sedition law next week over a planned protest against what he called an unfair district council race. Chief Magistrate Victor So, a designated national security judge, is set to hand down a ruling next Friday to on whether the 76-year-old activists have breached the colonial-era law for a second time, local media reported on Monday. The activist um, faced trial on Monday after he pled not guilty to attempting or preparing to do an act with seditious intentions. He said he had to have planned to visit the Registration and Electoral Office, or REO, to protest against um, pro-democracy candidates not being able to run in the overhaul district council race, which took place on December 10th last year. 
opposition parts were effectively barred from joining the Patriot-only race, the first once held in, since Hong Kong changed the, form, uh, the formation and composition method of the district-level government advisory body. According to local media, Assistant Electoral Officer Mandy Lau testified for the prosecution on Monday that the REO learned on December 10th, 7th that a man who she later confirmed to be Cole planned to submit a letter to the officer. The activist told Lau that he would hand in a petition before 11 a.m. the next day and said the letter contained claims that the district council wasn't fair because it had screening threshold. He added that he would bring a along a five foot a five feet tall coffin and joss papers, also known as ghost money as props. District, the district council elections in December were the first since an overhaul that required pro candidates to receive a total of at least nine nominations from committees stacked with pro establishment figures. All candidates also had to undergo national security vetting to ensure quote patriotism. An officer had from the National Security Department of the Police told the court on Monday that the, that they had seized a black coffin, a white a white plastic board, press invitations, a hammer, and other items from Cole's, Cole's residence on December 8th after arresting the activist. Under caution, Cole told the police that he had planned to chant slogans at the REO, including including N1 Party Rule, local media report citing the testimony of another officer. The whiteboard has text written on it about supporting sanctions against Hong Kong's officials, the policeman said. A video interview police conducted with Cole also showed that the veteran activists claimed the district council election featured candidates who uniformly loved the country and the party, the report reads. The race amounted to a small circle election, which deprived the public their political rights, the activists told the police. I mean, in honesty, though, it is, though. It is. Cole, who has no legal representation, decided not to give evidence in the trial. He said he was ready to accept his 14th punch imprisonment. So adjourned the, the case to next Friday for the verdict. In July 2022, Cole was sentenced to nine months in jail under the sedition law. All plans to stage a demonstration against the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing held last February. So, this is not his first time that this guy's doing this. This is not the first time that the strong activists have done this. You know, because everybody has their own way to, of expressing themselves. And I think what the activists did was cor was morally correct. I mean, this is a small circle election. I mean, if, unless you want to have the government that says, oh, we want patriots to be only running only, only Hong Kong. I mean, if you want to say um, Hong running Hong Kong, then you might as well, you might as well say North Korea's paradise. Is that what they mean? So if you're saying that election, if it follows a law and constitution, how about places like Myanmar and North Korea? Does it also count as well? Because if it, if it counts, you lost your mind completely. Australia. So Australia expresses outrage after China hands suspended death sentence to dissident writer Yang Jun. Australia. Australia said Tuesday it has expressed outrage to China over its suspended death sentence handed to Chinese-Australian dissident writer Yang Ju. Yang was sentenced to death on Monday with two years suspended execution and had all his property confiscated, the Chinese foreign ministry said. Beijing court found him guilty of espionage, a ministry spokesman said. The sentence sends a chill 
through Australia-China relations, which had been improving after a years-long standoff. Australia had conveyed our dismay, our dis- despair, our frustration, but to put it sim- really simply, our outrage at this verdict, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese told reporters in Canberra. This is a very harsh sentence on Dr. Young, who is, who is a man who is an, who is a man who is not in good health, and we will continue to make the strongest representation. The strong leader said, Australia's foreign ministry said it understood the sentence may be commuted to life imprisonment if no serious crimes were committed for two years. The Australian-born, um, the Chinese-born Australian citizens have been jailed since 2019 on spying allegations. The writer who penned named is Yang Hun Jun had denied the allegations telling supporters he was tortured at a secret detention site and that he feared forced confessions may be used against him. Beijing on Tuesday rebuffed Canberra's insistence that Chinese judicial organs handle cases in accordance with the law. We urge the Australian side to truly respect China's judicial sovereignty, foreign ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbin said, especially when they have a 99% conviction rate. Abinus said his government had summoned the Chinese ambassador to Australia, Xiao Qian, on Monday and would make representation at all levels. We have said clear, very clearly that we will cooperate with China where we can, but we'll disagree where we must. We must disagree with this harsh action by China. We have done, we have done so. We will continue to do so, Abinus said. The Prime Minister declined to say whether he would withdraw his invitation last year, for Chinese Premier Li Qiang to visit Australia. We will direct, we'll respond directly and clearly and, and, and un, unequivocally to China. We won't do, uh, what we won't do is conduct, conduct diplomatic negotiations through the media, Albanese said. Richard McGregor, East Asia analyst at the Sydney-based Lowy, um, Low Institute think tank said the sentence should be seen in the context of China's foreign ministry, China's Ministry of State Security taking a high, taking a high, much higher profile in the past year, including with social media posts and and under its own name. Australia's Prime Minister had uh, had managed to put a floor under relations with China in the past 18 months, McGregor said. This is a reminder that there is also a ceiling. Tension between Canberra and Beijing mounted in, 20, mounted in 2018 when Australia excluded the Chinese telecommunications giant Huawei from the 5G network. Then in 2020, Australia called for international investigations into the origins of COVID-19, an action China saw as politically motivated. In response, Beijing slapped high tariffs on key Australian exports, including barley, beef, and wine, while halting its coal imports. Most of the tariffs have been lifted under the central left government of Albanese, who made a breakthrough trip to Beijing in November 2023, hailing pro- uh, progress as unquestionably very positive. It's saw in ties to be confirmed when Chinese, when Australian journalist Chang Lei was released in October last year after more than three years' detention on espionage charges widely seen as politically motivated. The severity of Yang's sentence appeared to catch the Australian government by surprise, with Foreign Minister, Foreign Minister Penny Wong describing it, describing it Monday as harrowing news. Young's friend said last year that he feared he would die in jail without proper medical treatment because of a cyst growing on his kidney. If someone, if something happened to me, who could speak for me? The writer said in a note shared with friends and supporters.
And I agree with that. Because I don't think there's... Because these governments are treating these um, prison, political prisoners as nothing more but self... By, by basically treating them like animals, really. Not treating them humanely. So for the government to do this kind of thing is pretty much... Shows how, you know, how low the government can do. Self-exile former lawmaker Ted Huey declared bankrupt by Hong Kong court. Hong Kong's high court had declared self-exile activist Ted Huey bankrupt for failing to pay costs of legal proceedings involving him. The former lawmaker who left Hong Kong in November 2020 is among 13 self-exile pro-democracy activists accused of breaching the Beijing Post National Security Law. High Court Master Kent Yi, not me, issued the bankruptcy order against Hui on Tuesday, saying the activists have never responded to requests that he paid for legal proceedings against him. Hui was not represented at the hearing. The bankruptcy petition was filed last November. Hui was guilty was found guilty in June twenty in June twenty twenty two of four counts of contempt of court over his absence from legal proceedings after he left the city while on bail. He has he was handed a three and a half years jail term in absentia that September in order to pay legal costs for the proceedings. Huey was also previously ordered to pay legal costs for two for two private prosecutions over a police shooting and a taxi driver who drove into the crowd protesters and a court application to reveal chemical ingredients of of tear gas used by by the police in 2019. In a Facebook post on Tuesday, Huey said the bankruptcy order did not affect his life in Australia and dismissed it as a cheap trick, adding that he did not owe the government a single cent. Political oppression begins as a fabricated debt. Then the draconian national security law is used to freeze bank accounts, which then leads to a bankruptcy order as a political effect, Huey wrote. Since his departure in 2020, Hui has also been charged with secession and collusion with foreign forces under the Beijing Post National Security Law. He was also accused of inciting Hong Kongs to boycott the 2021 legislature after the system was subject to a Beijing decree overhaul. At this point that this government is doing is trying to use a lot of very cheap tricks. The tricks are so, you know, are so lame that they're willing to do it. And you think it's going to affect anybody, especially when you live in Hong Kong, especially when you're living overseas, how are you going to issue a bankrupt order when he's already outside of Hong Kong? I want to ask that kind of question. How are you going to issue that when he's not even there anymore, when he's not even in Hong Kong no more? He's in Australia now. So, it's a big ha-ha right into the, into the you know crappy government's face. For what they've done so far, it shows. It shows how much they're willing to fail miserably. You know, they fail. They fail so bad that they're willing to cover up for themselves. Taiwan puts up a stop to resumption of group tours to China after Beijing alters flight pass. Taiwan ordered Wednesday tra- uh, on Wednesday travel agencies to stop organizing group tours to China following Beijing's adjustment of an aviation route that drew ire to on the South Rue Island. Local authorities banned tourist groups from visiting China in 2020 due to the coronavirus pandemic, with restrictions set to be lifted after the Lunar New Year holiday this month. However, Taiwan's Tourism Administration instructed travel operators to stop arranging group visits from Wednesday as the current situation is not conducted. Not conductive for the 
uh, for the people to go to the main to mainland China. It's like a Beijing unilateral decision to adjust the the M five hundred three three routes through the Taiwan Strait, which would impact aviation safety as one of the reasons behind this decision. The ministry should also blame China for failing to make arrangements for its tourists. Uh, tourist groups to come to Taiwan following a Beijing ban in 2019 on individual tr- tourists traveling to the island. Considering the changing situation and public travel safety, we will not carry out the original plan to resume Chinese group tours, Taiwan's tourism by added in a statement. It said the group had been organized before Wednesday announcements with departure dates between March 1st and May 31st, were still allowed to travel as planned. China, which claimed self um claimed democratic Taiwan's part of its territory, sparked condemnation on the island when Beijing announced changes last week to flights headed southwards along the five um the M five oh three route starting from February first. <laughs> China's civil aviation authority said the change was aimed at improving efficiency in a congested area. But Taipei won't but Taipei warned that the move could affect the, could affect stability in the sensitive Taiwan Strait, which separates the island and mainland China, as well as it leads to an escalation in tensions. <laughs> Beijing vowed to seize Taiwan by force if necessary and have ramped up pressure on the island, staging several rounds of major military drills in the strait in recent years. Route M M503 or M uh, M503 sparked an outcry in Taiwan when China launched its launch it in 2015, giving its proximity to the median line that runs through the waterway. Its adjustment follows Taiwan's election in January of the independence-leaning Lai Qingde, whom Beijing has branded as quote-unquote severe danger. <laughs> I mean, you can sit here and defend them as much as you want about what's going on, you know. It just sounds, we don't need to be, you know, going too far about what's going on. We should let this go at at this moment. You know, because I don't think I don't think us trying to you know traveling to China for now is gonna be it's gonna be a big deal because this other country's gonna visit United States, UK, Japan, South Korea, any countries any countries could work out pretty well without the need of the CCP really. That's just my point. Anybody has their own points, go ahead and use it. But that's just my that's just how I think. Hong Kong Apple Daily founder Jimmy Lai asked senior staff to interview him on U.S. lobbying trip, court hears. The founder of pro-democracy newspaper Apple Daily, Jimmy Lai, asked senior staff to interview him about a Washington trip he made in 2019 to lobby U.S. politicians. A former publisher at the paper has testified against her former employer in his national security trial. We prosecutor Anthony Chow on Thursday presented WhatsApp messages from Lai asking former associate publisher Tan Poiman to draft a list of 10 questions for a interview with Lai about a lobbying trip he made to Washington in 2019. Chen, who has pled guilty to conspiring to collude foreign forces, is now acting as a witness for the persecution the ex-publisher, who was a senior executive at Apple Daily before it was forced to close in June 2021 was arrested that month and have been in custody since. Puimang, since I don't have don't have to write some something for this issue, can you interview me by asking around ten questions about these current situation in Hong Kong and the lobbying trip in Washington? Lai asked according to a translation of the original text message in Chinese. Chan told the court that the interview article published in Lai's own column, Sink or Swim, 
sink or swim smile included included live question, answers to questions drafted by Chan and the staff on the paper's politics desk. Chow directed Chan to one of the questions in the article about whether U.S. politicians' perceptions of the 2019 extradition bill protest had changed following a marked escalation in violence, asking why the yeah, question has been posed. Chen said in response that she had a general impression that the U.S. congressperson were concerned about the protests and that the es- and the escalating violence. Chen also told the court that the paper was, has once covered an open letter penned by Hong Kong Watch co-founder Benedict Rogers after Lai sent her a, a copy of it. The draft letter dated December 18, 2019, was covered in an updated report, though not entirely, Chen confirmed. According to the text of the letters shown in court, Rogers said he believed that the world needs to strive to understand why some protesters have engaged in violence. Protesters' violence methods were in response to appalling police brutality, Roger wrote. I still believe, however, that the movement is at best when it holds more high grounds and protests peacefully, the letter continued. As whether more high grounds was a concept that Live would invoke in media interviews, Chen said it was. The ex-publisher added that she had forwarded the PDF file to staff at the paper's printed division after receiving it from Live because Roger's messaging was consistent with Appleday's report. Lie 76 years old faces charges of conspiring to include foreign forces under the national security law and conspiring to publish seditious materials under the colonial era law. He had pled not guilty and faces up to life in prison if convicted. The court also heard that paper had had published stories about live meeting, uh, meeting U.S. politicians to assert pressure on the Hong Kong government. Chow showed the court a screenshot of a tweet by then-U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi sent to Lai by his assistant, assistant Mark Simon, in which Pelosi gave her full support and admiration to nonviolent protesters. The lead prosecutor also showed the court a, fo- a photo of Jimmy Lai, a one activist, one activist self exile lawmaker, Dennis Kwok, U.S. Republican senator, and sanctioned by China, Ted Cruz, former Chief Secretary Anson Chan, and former IT sector lawmaker Charles Kwok. The photo was sent to lie by Kwok, one of the 13 one activists accused of violating the national security law with $1 million in bounties on their heads. Chow also presented an Apple Daily um, report titled Visiting Hong Kong to Express Strong Support. U.S. lawmaker bombards Carrie Lam cancellation of meeting as weak as weak appeals for nonviolent protesters to uh, protest to arouse global attentions. Chow then showed the court a message from publisher from pub, ex-publisher Chung Kim Hong, sent over Slack to Apple Daily staff who attended the meeting. Try to find writers of Ethnium, stand sis stand and citizen who write a letter to to write um to. To, uh, who write better to co- write commentaries on weekends, read the message, who, which contains a summary of a meeting that Chan said was likely to be held in December 2019. As to identify what Itnium, Stan, and Nisizen mean, Chan told the court Chan was referring to online media outlets Initium, Stan News, and Citizen News. Chan also wrote that in the message that three photos album of the extradition big resistance can be put together for publishing related to things previously shown. Chan told the court Chan was referring to Apple publication Freedom Summer 2019, anti-Assorian in June, and another co- uh, hardcover photo album. 
Chomp presented to the court an Apple Daily publication released that September titled Freedom Summer 2019 in supplement and magazine form. The published uh, the publication sold at ten dollars sold out in September twenty in September twentieth, the initial day of the publications and and was reprinted for the, for a release a week later then released in English on October 9th, Chan confirmed. The third and and the second and third reprint included small text indicating the proceeds proceeds that would uh, would be would be donated to the six ten humanitarian relief fund a group that provided financial assistance to arrested protesters in twenty nineteen which has since dissolved. The decision to reprint the magazine was made by Chung after readers called for more copies to be sold, Chan said, adding that she was not sure whether Lai was involved in the decision. Chan also confirmed that the supplement was promoted via the push of a notification on the paper smartphone application, as Chow showed the sc- course a screenshot of the notification. The course, doc- the course English translation reads, Spread it to the international community. The bilingual version of the ebook for Freedom Summer 2019 had been released. Register to read it. Read it for free. So as you may know, everything. Of course, the um, the newspaper's been shut down, and the court made conf- made these guys confess, and they have to turn against their own people as well, which shows something that is pretty messy with the government right now, and messy with the case. So I'm hoping people can continue on, um, seeing what's going on with Jimmy Lai's case, and we'll talk more after the break. Welcome back. Hong Kong court quashes conviction of ex-lawmaker Lam Chuting over disclosing ICAC probe into police officer. The Hong Kong court has quashed the conviction of former opposition lawmaker Lam Chuting linked to his disclosure of an investigation by the city's anti-grab watchdog into a senior police officer over the Yunlong mob attack of 2019. Lam, a former lawmaker from the opposition Democrat Party, was found guilty in January 2022 of three counts of disclosing the identity of people under investigation after he reviewed a indep- an independent commission against corruptions inquiry into sup- uh, Superintendent Yao Ngaikeng. He was sentenced. He was sentenced to four months in jail. The 46-year-old politician disclosed that Yao, the then assistant commander in Yinlong, was being investigated by the ICAC for alleged misconduct in public office. Eastern Court Magistrate Jackie Yip ruled at the time that Lam's disclosure had breached the city's prevention of bribery ordinance, which forbids the disclosure of such investigations. But High Court Judge Douglas Yao on Thursday sided with Lam and ruled that he did not breach the law since it was it should not be interpreted broadly to include any investigation. The judge said misconduct in public office was not covered in the prevention of bribery ordinance. Instead, he said the protections against the disclosure of investigations should be confined to probes into bribery and corruptions, which were listed in the ordinance. The appellant's disclosure of the fact that Yang Icon was under ICAC investigation for misconduct in public office was not covered by the prevention of bribery ordinance. Henceforth, their parents did not breach the relevant law. The judge said in a, in a Chinese language judgment, despite quashing Lam's uh, conviction, the judge dismissed the former politician's arguments that's the, that his disclosure was just, justified on the grounds of public interest. During a hearing last November, defense lawyer Eric Shum said um, Lam made the disclosure only because. Yao has been promoted to the role of superintendent for New Territories North, where he would be he where he would have jurisdiction over a police internal investigation into the attack. That amounted to police investigating their own people, and the relevation of the ICC probe would be in the public interest, Sean said back then. 
where a judge was convinced of Lam's belief in the need for a thorough investigation into the Yunlong attack. He questioned how the disclosure of the ICAC investigation would serve his cause. If the parents find that Yao's promotion amounted to police investigating their own, their own, he should all the more support, all the more more support the ICAC and an organization not under a jurisdiction of the Commission of Police in its investigation into Yao Nai Kung, the judge said. Lam's culture certainly made it dip- more difficult for the ICC to investigate and guard and gather evidence, increasing the risk of evidence being destroyed or concealed, he added. There are only harms and no benefits the appellant's disclosure was there more counterproductive. The judge ordered the authorities to pay legal costs for the, for the first trial and the appeal. That lawmaker has been in custody since March 2021 on a separate national security char- charge related to the pro-democracy primaries. Lam was also arrested in August 2020 and charged separately with taking part in a riot during the Yunlong attack. He pled not guilty when the when trial began in October last year. Ju- District Judge Stanley Chen ruled that Lam has a case to answer and adjourned the trial to March. It shows how low that the government can go when every time when every time when every time something happened, you know. Pro-Beijing groups protest U.S. officials meeting with Hong Kong activists one under national security under security law. Pro-Beijing groups have staged a protest at the U.S. consulate in Hong Kong against a senior American officials meeting in Washington with four activists, one about the state's national security police. Chanting Hong Kong affairs should be addressed by China and decry U.S. double standards of national security, around a dozen protesters held up banners and China flags outside the consulate on Thursday. The protest came after Daniel Crittenbrink, the U.S. Assistant Secretary of State for East Asian and Pacific Affairs, met four overseas activists earlier this week. The democracy advocates, Elmer Yuan, Anna Kwok, Francis Huey, and Joey Seal, have, have been accused of violating the national security law and are currently wanted by police. They are among 13 self-exiled Hong Kongers who have a bounty of $1 million on their heads. Representatives of the two groups, who did not have English names, said the U.S. was protecting, protecting quote-unquote anti-China elements and intervening in Hong Kong and China's internal affairs. The U.S. is openly harboring criminals that we have issued arrest, uh, arrest warrants for Don Wong. The Caribbean, one of the groups, said 1.4 billion people of China did not allow this. Jimmy So, the convenient of another group, accused U.S. politicians of wanting to cause trouble for China. On Thursday afternoon, the U.S. consulate Facebook page shared a selfie that Consul General Gregory May took with the probation groups in the background. There is a protest outside the consulate today against the U.S. the United States because we stand up for fundamental freedoms and human rights. While I respectfully disagree with these views, I fully support their rights to protest peacefully, the post attributed to Mace Reed. The demonstrations follow similar protests by the two by two pro Beijing um, parties, the Democratic Alliance for the Betterment and Progress of Hong Kong, and the Hong Kong Federation of Trade Unions on Wednesday. According to activist Anna Kwok, the U.S. State Department's Bureau of East Asian and Pacific Affairs invited the four to a discussion. The, Asian, the activists raised concerns about the city's homegrown security law and the detention of activists Joshua Wong and Jimmy Lai, Francis Hui wrote on social media. In a post on the U.S. Bureau X account, Crittenbrink said he was honored to meet the courageous advocates. 
We call Hong Kong authorities to immediately cease all efforts to intimidate people in Hong Kong and around the world, including those who call the U.S. home, Crittin Brink said. Scores of Hong Kong activists have moved abroad in the wake of the protests in, in 2019, which sparked by a controversial execution bill amendments that would have allowed transport of fugitives to mainland China. Many have continued the advocacy work of overseas, engaging with politicians to raise awareness of what they refer to as erosion of rights and freedoms under the Beijing National Security Law imposed on, um, on Hong Kong in 2020. Hong Kong National Security Departments have issued arrest warrants for 13 pro-democracy activists, most of them now based in the U.S. and the U.K., over offenses including including foreign forces and inciting secession. The first round of warrants was issued last July to ex-lawmakers Chen Hui and Dennis Kwok, among others. Police issued a second round of warrants to five activists in December. Authorities placed a $1 million bounty on each to encourage people to move to come forward with information about them. Police have also questioned many of their Hong Kong-based family members. During a press conference on Tuesday, China's Foreign Ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbin was asked about the about Critton Frank's meeting with the four activists. He said Beijing deplores and firmly opposes the blatant actions of U.S. senior officials. These rioters are suspected of endangering national security. The Hong, the Hong Kong the Hong Kong police issued arrest warrants in accordance with the law, Wang said. Hong Kong affairs are purely China's internal affairs that brook no external interference. He added, we urge the United States to reflect on what it has done and fully respects China's sovereignty and the rule of law. Rumi rule by law, not rule of law. Like, like, understand that. It's rule by law, not rule of law. Under- take that with good grace, and that's what it is. And there's nothing you can change on that. To report for today, political motives and black hands behind Messi's Hong Kong no-show claim, Governor Advisor, China State Media says. Uh, whatever, that, whatever it means by black hand, whatever they say. Chinese state-run media, state-run Global Times, have warned of a possible political motive behind Lionel Messi's failure to play in a much-politicized Hong Kong exhibition match, an absence which angered thousands of fans and city governments. In an editorial on Thursday, the paper said the explanations offered by the Argentinian football icon for remaining on a bench and those given by his team inter, inter- Miami were not convincing. It urged the team to come up with a reasonable explanation before its scheduled visit to China for a preseason friendly in March, which is just next month. There's a lot of spe- speculations about the true underlining reasons. One theory suggested that there might be political motives behind their actions, as Hong Kong intends to develop its mega event based economy and external forces deliberately seek to embarrass Hong Kong, the editorial said. Based on the unfolding events, it's not possible to try to dismiss the possibility of such speculations. Global Times did not specify whose the external element might be. This Hong Kong stadium on Sunday filled with more than 38,000 local fans and t- tourists who have bought tickets priced up to $4,880 to see the hero Messi. But jeers and cursing were heard from the stand towards the end of the match as Messi sat out sat out the 4-1 win. The government said it was extremely disappointed that Messi neither played any Hong Kong friendly nor offered an explanation to the fans. Tatler Asia hosted 
host of the event, announced on th- Tuesday that it deeply regrets the no show and would withdraw and would withdraw a bid for a $60 million grant from the Hong Kong government. Intermediate left from Japan on Monday. Messi said in a press conference in, t- in Tokyo on Tuesday that muscle discomfort had made it difficult for him to play and he hoped to return to Hong Kong whenever he can. On Wednesday, Messi played for over 30 minutes in Intermediate um, Inter Miami's preseason friendly in Tokyo. In response to Hong Kong Free Press, the Culture, and, Culture Sports and Tourism Bureau urged the uh, event organizers and the team to explain why Messi was fit to play just three days after his Hong Kong trip. Three days later, Hong Kong, uh, three days later, Messi was actively playing in Japan, engaging in intense physical activities on the field for a considerable amount of time. Hong Kong citizens have many questions regarding the situation, the Bureau said in Chinese. The government hopes that organizers and the team and the teams can provide a reasonable explanation to address their concerns. Region Ip, convening of the government's top advisory by the Executive Council, and a pro-establishment lawmakers blame a quote-unquote black hands for Messi's no show. Hong Kong people hate Messi, enter Miami, and the black hands behind them for the deliberate and calculated snub to Hong Kong, Ip wrote on X, former Twitter, on Wednesday night. China blamed Black Hands supposedly working for foreign forces for Hong Kong's mass protests in 2019. Another tweet, the politician said Hong Kong should never allow Messi to visit again. Asked to clarify references to foreign interference, Ip told Hong Kong Free Press, I have no hard evidence, but Messi behaved as though he was under some political directives not to play, not to shake hands with Hong Kong CE, not to speak or smile or wave to Hong Kong fans. He apologized in, in Tokyo, why not in Hong Kong? A viral video showed Messi appeared to avoid shaking hands with Chief Zeng John Lee as stadium as players lined up for handshakes. Ips added that questions over Messi's motivation should be directed at the footballer, the team, and his head, David Beckham. When Hong Kong Press approached the Chief Executive John Lee's office about claims of political motives, a government spokesperson said, The government urges Tatler Asia and Inter Miami CF to provide a reasonable explanation to clear all doubts arising from Messi not being able to play the game in Hong Kong on February 4th and his active participation in the game in Tokyo three days later. Look, it could be many reasons, but we don't need to put speculations on any single thing. I mean, it's a Hong Kong government. They put on speculations anyway, so they do whatever they want. They say whatever they want. They say what they want to say, and they just put that under their own agenda, really. I mean, not surprised there, right? I mean, I'm not surprised if they're saying that kind of crap that the government's doing. Hong Kong lawmakers vow legal action against Messi's match organizers if no ticket refund in a week. A Hong Kong lawmakers have warned that the organizers of Inter Miami's controversial exhibition, exhibition match in Hong Kong must give refunds to spectators within a week or face legal action. The controversy surrounding uh, football stars. Stars Lionel Messi no show on on the first pitch last Sunday continued to spiral on Thursday. Hong Kong Federation of Trade Unions legislator Tang Gabu issued a final notice to event organizers Tatler Asia, telling the company to compensate and apologize to fans who bought tickets priced up to four thousand eight hundred eighty dollars to watch the World Cup winning captain. The lawmakers appear outside the small claims tribunal on Thursday morning to follow up on complaints linked to to the match. 
If organizers did not comply with these refund demands, Tang said he would initiate legal proceedings to seek justice for nearly 40,000 consumers and fans who watched the preseason um, friendly. We hereby issue a final notice to your company, demanding that you refund consumers within one week, apologize to affected consumers and wider fan base, and and publicly disclose more details about the negotiations with International Media Club, Miami Club. A um, read an open letter in Chinese, which Tang wrote to Tatler's Asia. Last Sunday, the Argentinian football star disappointed more than 38,000 local fans and tourists when he sat out the 4-1 win at the Hong Kong Stadium. Cheers, cursing, and calls for the refunds were heard from the stand, with some spectators leaving their seats before the match ended. The non-participation of Lionel who was said to have to be suffering from injury, sparked anger and frustrations among fans, and prompted the Hong Kong government to demand answers. The authorities revealed that the football star was contracted was contracted to play for at least 45 minutes, subject to fitness and safety considerations. While the organizer said it deeply regretted the no-show and, and would withdraw a bid for a $60 million government grant. Tang on Thursday accused Tatler Asia of violating the trade description ordinance and said it has misled consumers with its promotional campaign. Messi was featured in a key position on, on the poster, while ticket sales platform Cloak, um, Cloak wrote that fans could watch the astonishing skills of Messi during the match. However, your companies, as the organizers, ultimately failed to deliver on its promise, which raises suspicions of potentially violating the trade descriptions ordinance by making false representation, Tang said in the letter. The legislator said, <coughs> said Tatler Asia, Asia statement claimed that Messi and another football star, Luis Suarez, could not take part in Hong Kong's match due to injury. Messi told a press conference in Tokyo on Tuesday that muscle discomfort made it difficult for him to play. Messi also managed to play for over 30 minutes in inter-Miami preseason friendly in Tokyo on Wednesday. Star player Suarez st- um, started the match in, G- in Tokyo as part of a starting lineup. While Messi was substituted in, a, uh, substitute in as a reserve, the performance of these two players in the f- on the field were in no way indicative of being injured or unable to play, Tung said. Consumers suffered serious losses after buying t- expensive tickets to see this highly anticipated match, which did not match the production product descriptions, the lawmaker said Tatler Asia's press conference on Monday on Monday evening. During which the during which a CEO Michel um read out a statement without taking questions from reporters was also mind boggling. As of five PM on Thursday, the Consumer Council has received a total of 1,178 complaints in- linked to the Inter-Miami match. Among them, 944 were launched by local consumers, while the remaining 234 cases were reported by tourists. The, the total amount concerned stood at 8143945 dollars Chinese state-run media, state-run media, the Global Times, also Chris Chappell's favorite media, warned an editorial on Thursday of a possible political motive behind Messi's failure to play in a much politicized match. It urged the team to come up with a reasonable explanation before its scheduled visit to China for a preseason friendly 
in March. Regina Nip, convener of the government's top advisory by the executive council and pro-social lawmakers, blamed a black hand for Messi's no-show. The term had been used by China to allege foreign interference in Hong Kong in Hong Kong's protests in 2019. I mean, they could take it to any extent. They could say anything they want. They could do anything they want. Like I said, they could do anything they want. It's the government officials. So they blame it on black cats all the time. When there was no, when I'm, if I was gonna be there, I'll be asking them, "Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Where are they?" Pointing them out. You know, pointing out at a white person isn't calling for interference. Pointing at a black person isn't also interference as well. Calling them out, it's not even for interference. They're not even call, not even close to call for interference because it's not a proof whatsoever of foreign interference. You have to prove that they're foreign interference. You can't just say foreign interference every time. It's tourism also that you well, no wonder you ha- don't have tourism because you keep on saying foreign interference. Yeah, not you have nobody coming to Hong Kong at the moment if that happens. So what do you guys think about the report? And thank you for tuning, guys. If you guys enjoy the podcast, make sure you tune every Monday and Friday for our podcast. Of course, tomorrow, of course, Friday will be the debate. So tomorrow, I hope you guys can join in at 7 through 8 in the Fannin Hall in Richland. And there's also a Rich Grad, which is going to be coming up in the 24th, which will talk about financial stuff, about what's going on after you, call, after you graduate college. There's also Mardi Gras coming up next week, next Tuesday, and then also the Valentine's Day, and also Senate meeting as well. And as a potato, we'll talk more next time. This is Team Count My Radio signing out. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Take care. Team Kento My Radio airs every Monday and Friday. Team Kento My Radio, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey,